Top Shelf Fantasy. We did not mention on the last podcast that there's no Corey. Oh, yes. It's just so, us three. Corey does not have COVID. He's been tested a couple times. <laughs> um, he's, he has stomach pains, stomach issues. That's all you need to know. Yeah, you don't, you don't <laughs> need to know much else. He's also not pregnant, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's good. It's good. He doesn't have a set of ovaries in his body. That it's it's a positive. I mean, I mean not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, Tom. It's 2020. All right, we got to re- restart. No, I'm just kidding. For all <laughs> I've known, for Corey's whole life, I just thought it was funny that we uh, we went that entire uh, recap podcast without <laughs> mentioning we're down to three people instead yeah, so of four. If you heard no grammar <laughs> corrections or or smart things said, it's because Corey was not on the last <laughs> podcast. Yeah. A lot of odds um, so, and ums and long so pauses. So get get better soon. We we need we um we have I mean, we, we need you. See, see what you did there. Let's see what you've done. All right. Well, well um, I mean, it, is there any news? I mean, we yeah. got to it last yeah, podcast. We, all the injuries. You know, too, Drew yeah. Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Stafford, quarterbacks that are hurt. Quarterback um, problems. No status yet on Stafford Bridgewater, but Brees is out. For yeah. sure. And seeking a second opinion to see if he goes die. <laughs> he is, yes. yeah, yeah. With a with a collapsed lung. Yeah. yeah, somebody broke a collarbone. Hasty, hasty broke. Yeah. Oh, oh he's so hasty. Which is fine because their three running backs are coming back after their bye yeah. next week. Fantasy relevant. Alex Collins showed up. Yeah, I mean yeah. we don't have we don't have too many news. Uh, this this is probably going to be very quick. I think. I think we Without always Corey. say that. We always say that. <laughs> always say we'll, that. We're we'll, down uh, a segment, so there's that. We're. I was just gonna say we're down a segment and we're down Corey. That's usually one of the so, quicker segments. So, uh, so we we'll, we'll find some time. Uh, we'll waste some time. Time wasters with Alden Dahlia. Remember oh that? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know. What to, I know Alden. But I don't oh. know. NM News. <laughs> well, that needs to become a clip now. Yeah. <laughs> we're wasting time. <laughs> What did he get when Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunter are in the field at the same time? <laughs> Two more every ones. All right, let's go do it. That's not I don't believe. believe. I don't believe you. To believe. I don't believe. You believe. Well, believe. You believe this. Do you believe? I don't believe. I don't believe. So the first one's Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt <laughs> at the same time on the field. Are both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt RB ones for the rest of the season? So going forward. Well. I am going to start it off by saying yes. Uh, they showed it this past weekend. Um, they showed it a few times early in the season, and they have a pretty good back half of the schedule. Uh, Philadelphia, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Baltimore is a tough one. Maybe they don't finish there that time, but there's going to be ups and downs. Uh, then the Giants and Jets to finish off the season, um, unless you guys are all morons and have your championship in week 17. Well, I do. What's Okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, I do oh damn I do oh damn um, I mean you named Baltimore but he, they just got gashed by Damon right. Harris right so uh, yeah I'm saying I believe I, I sound mean, advice here's here's the here's, oh, yeah, I, I don't believe this I, I think that on a weekly basis, I do not believe that both of them will be RB1s. And I think at the end of the season, if we were to like accumulate all the points they total from like now to the end of the season, they'll be right there. I just don't think that the Browns offense is good enough to support both of them. Uh, I, I know they did it at the beginning of the season, but... I don't know. I just I feel more hesitation than I do like slam dunk weekly top 12 running backs both of them that's that's just how i feel i they're both very strong plays if you have both of them on the same team i would start both of them in my lineup like oh yeah this is in no way shape or form me saying don't start either of them just top 12 they, they're they just like in that tweener spot for me like they're in that like eight to 15 like oh, that's I, their that's their range weekly well i think that's what makes it like a tough answer because are they both top 12 and and i lean towards the yes side just because what i've seen with the running back so far this season like we right we're seeing Kenyon drake kind of 
pushed out. Miles Turner's been put pushed out. Like a, a lot of injuries, but there's guys like DeAndre Swift that are, that's you know coming up the rear of Kareem Hunt. But um, I mean, with the running back landscape and Cleveland not able to, I mean, if Cleveland has better bad weather games going forward each week, yes, hands down, they're both top twelve. But I mean, I think they're very close. But I do think Hunt's the, the twelve and Chubb is, is close to the five or six. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it's a, it's definitely bold takey of me. Um, but uh, if there's one if there's one coach that's uh, that I've bought the confidence of. Going from Dalvin Cook to then Chip, Chubb and Hunt is Kevin Stavansky able to do it on multiple teams now, be, being able to fix the fucking Browns. So that's yeah. and Tom said that's it, my thing. if you have both on the same team, it's like a Devonte, sure. Freeman and Tevin Coleman from uh, Atlanta or, days, or m- maybe not so much as Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram. Maybe take a take a little step back from the, those two. Well, but those two when they're on the Saints for this season, they're a better man's. Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, I, I guess, because you're probably yeah. I mean, they're like, both, but like they're like a better uh, like uh, Kalen Balage, Josh Kelly, <laughs> Tr- Tremaine Pope. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Tremaine Pope don't that, play. Jamichael Hasty and Jeff Wilson. So Al- Alex Collins and DJ Dallas. So what the yeah, Br- exactly. so what the Browns are doing now? Like we're saying. Either yes or Tom saying no, but they're very close. This is what teams like the Rams and the Baltimore Ravens should be doing. Pick two guys because, look, that's what two guys can do with those touches. Mm-hmm. Don't spread them out. Yeah, and for Baltimore, do the right thing. Don't choose Gus Edwards, even though he seems like the better back. And, st- and stop having Lamar Jackson carry it 11-plus times a game when your second – it. Well, <laughs> listen, the, the Lamar Jackson owners are sitting there. Please, for the love of God, give him 11 yeah. carries. Run away more than 11 times. Because he, uh, he can't pass. All right, the next one we have is uh, Hines won the season higher than JT. Hines right now is RB16. JT is RB19. I am going to give a bit of a washed answer to this. I think Hines's upside is higher than Jonathan Taylor's. But Jonathan Taylor's floor is higher than Naheem Hines. So... So with different it's like, is this going forward or like, because as of right now, Heinz is RB16, JT is RB19. So are we saying come week 16, week 17, who's higher or is it based off of from week 11 on? I think actually, if uh, unfortunately, the way that it's set up, it's the same question because JT would have to outplay Heinz from 11 okay. to now, 11 to the end. Um, I, yeah, or all season. I'm pretty sure like the uh, total points are very, very close. Yeah, I think I think it's. Um, I, I I honestly want to say that the both of them come down, and and, and, it, and it might be more of a product that Heinz comes below JT because realistically he is where he is right now because again another two touchdown game, um, and this is what he does is he has these blow up games and then he kind of disappears. And I think that there's something going on with JT and that they're not telling us whether it be a, a, a leg injury, hamstring, anything. I don't think that there's something they're, they're, that they're um, not telling us because it doesn't make sense why your best running so, back's taking a backseat to freaking Wilkins, too. Well, so, he fumbled, too, last week, too. The, Taylor fumbled? Yeah, he's had a tough go since the bye week. And honestly... His snap share is low. Like, I don't know. I look at JT right now, and I just say, this could very well be rookie treatment. Like, yeah. get your head out of your ass. I mean, Play better. You see K-Makers kind of the same way. I mean, I think JT is a lot better than K-Makers. But, um, I mean, you have a guy like Jordan Wilkins who I don't love, but if he is pr- producing, right. they're, they're going to use him too. So that's another three r- running back team, which is annoying as shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and he could be dinged up. I, I, I think. Uh, it, have you guys answered? Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't say Hines. Okay. Um, to, to mainly because he can have one, one more of those two touchdown games, and that already helps him out. I'm gonna say JT finishes over Hines. Yeah, I'm going Hines. I think Hines' ceiling is just higher. Um, who put these in here? Uh, I think A lot of these were Dows. Two through five are Dows. Oh, Dows put these in. 
Cool. Jameis or Taysom Hill is the QB in New Orleans. Only asks since Peyton wouldn't answer. Well, I think the quarterback is Winston. Um, but when you saw last year with Teddy Bridgewater uh, on the field as well, Taysom Hill was more involved. Um, Taysom Hill has been heavily involved almost all season. Uh, and I would expect more pass plays from Hill. You know, they'll, they'll figure it out, but Winston will be the primary quarterback. And I unfortunately don't think enough to be, you know, more than 16 fantasy points a game kind of thing with Winston. I mean, I mean, Drew Brees had some points in the year that it was below 16 yeah. fantasy points. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not rushing out to the waivers to get Winston, but I still think Winston's the quarterback. And I think if Winston's the quarterback, your shares of the Saints are fine. Right. Well, Same. I mean, we Kamara saw. could be in trouble. If he doesn't pass the ball to Kamara as much, Kamara could be in trouble. I mean, again, I, like, it's a new system that he's in, and he's been under working with Breeze for the last 10 weeks. So it's not like, all right, you go back to the Bucks, air raid. It's, it, it's not that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's Winston. Okay. MVS is a wide receiver, too, for Green Bay. I mean, we kind of chat about this. We have to answer no because... Well, Lazard's a friend of the, Liz- the show. Yeah, I mean, our, show. we're our our, you know, we're 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 pushing. What did you say earlier? How did you motion this? We're pushing Denver Lazard Swift. up MVS's rear. Is, yes. Yeah, so there's, there's so hand he's, going on. he's he's sneaking up the rear, saying, "Hey, the Komodo dragon's dragon's back. I got the long tongue. I I'm gonna get you <laughs> oh, fast. Boy. That long tongue's gonna get you. If you feel the tickle." It's Tully's mustache. <laughs> yes. And you better sit down because I'm back. I'm glad you remembered that you said that from the first um, All right. So I think all of us are Lazard. So uh, I'm going to say that it's going to take a week, but yes, Lazard will ev- ev- eventually get back there to be the, the, the number two. His tweet today was a lizard. And then like the thing says like back, like emoji saying back. I'm like, oh yeah, the Komodo dragon's back. Let's go. I'm going to go look this up while we go through the next one. All right. Uh, then to believe one. or not to not, believe. Not believe, but believe or not to believe. Michael Pittman? The next, uh, breakout, the next breakout rookie wide receiver. Absolutely. Sure. I absolutely believe I mean, it because it's happened all year. There's been one after the next. It's it's his turn because even with T.Y. Hilton playing, he's still got 100 receiving yards. Yes, and Hilton's definitely looks like he's taking a back seat too. I mean, Marcus Johnson was there for a bit when Pittman and Campbell were both out. It's Pittman. I mean, we we've seen it with T. Higgins. We've seen it with Judy. Haven't seen it with Denzel Mims yet. We've seen it with Ayuk. We've seen it with. I also don't think CD gonna, with Dak. Don't um, think you're going to see it with Mims just yet. Not yet. Might but take, I mean, might take a year. But I mean, it, it just shows you how good these rookie receivers are, and and I do believe that he's not just like breakout, but he's he he's a, a startable rookie receiver going forward. I think. Right. Tom. I don't want to agree with you because I want it to be Rager, but uh, sure, I'll agree with you. I mean, oh, okay, it can be both. I would love to see Rager. Let's, I love uh, let's, Rager. Uh, let's see them all. Let's get all these let's rookies to break out. Um, this next one. Who put this one? There? I put that there. Okay. So Ronald Jones will outsnap Fournette the rest of the way. Which is exactly what just happened this past week. I yeah, do believe. Oof. I believe. I don't want to believe, but I do believe. I, I We're a fantasy podcast, so i got to be realistic. Yeah. He showed me enough last week. I think I should I don't probably think... leave my my answer to myself then. No, I don't. Okay, here's let, let let's just put this in perspective. Ronald Jones got fifty nine percent of the snaps. This Correct. Week. The week prior, and this is why you brought it up. The week prior, thirty two percent of the snaps, twenty four percent of the snaps, forty four percent of the snaps. Correct. Week six. The next closest week since this week where he got over 50% of the snap share, 23 carries for 113 yards. What happened between week 6 and week 10 that he went from 57, 44, 24, 32? Leonard Fournette came And now magically he's back at 59. It's just like the way that the, the hot hand went he, in the past game. But I think he's out carried Fournette each of those weeks. He, he did not. The, the the weeks that he when Fournette came have. in, 
His first week in, sorry, his first week, 55% of the snaps, 11 carries. 73% of the snaps, 15 carries. Week 9 against New Orleans, 66% of the snaps, 1 carry. Last week, 36% of the snaps for 8 carries. Well, that 1 this carry is, was that's a, 4 carries throughout that whole game. That's a big flip in a week. Right. And I think I, it, I it's think, all I think on it was that a back. Hot hand. It was a hot hand. It was all on the back of that 98-yard touchdown. Because after that... Leonard Fournette did not get another rushing attempt. He was on the field. He was in there for pass protection, but he he did not get another rushing attempt. Everything went to Ronald Jones, and and so I I think whether it's fifty fifty or sixty uh, forty, I still see at the end of the year from week eleven on that Fournette has more snaps than Ronald Jones. It may it may be different one week I from can, another. I can get behind that. What? If we rephrase this, who's going to have more rushing attempts? I, I think I'm I, taking Jones. I I I I don't rushing attempts. I, I would take Jones. Yeah. Snaps. I mean, uh, I mean, I want to be wrong about it because I do want to see Fournette there more than Jones, but I just think Jones is. It's. It doesn't look like the day that Ronald Jones is going to blow the job and Fournette's going to take it over is going to happen. Like these two, these two backs are going to be on the same at the same time like this is and it may just be a hot hand where we're never gonna know i mean it, and, um, and it very well could have just been right the hot, yeah. they were beating the shit out of carolina and they just fed jones yeah i mean he was he he, he said so why did, he why put fournette on the on the field um it's an interesting question because when i started looking at the numbers i i initially wanted to say jones this is actually when we get into the last segment. I have okay. all that whole thing written down. Okay. Well, I already. But we've already brought. Yeah, we've already brought it up a couple a couple times. Um, well, it's it's an interesting thing because I am with Scotty that I think that Ronald Jones is getting more rushing attempts, but I want it to be Fournette, which is hilarious because I hate Fournette. All right, but I think I, I hate Ronald Jones, Jones more. more. Yep. It's a love hate thing. All right, hold them, fold them, hold them, fold them. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count, count your money when you're sitting, sitting at the table. table. I redeem There'll myself. There'll be time it. enough for counting. I said it right this time. When the deal is done. Yeah, Craig wants to count his money at the table. Uh, first hold and fold. Give it to me now. <laughs> stop, stop counting the votes. Give it to me now. Hold or fold, Leonard Fournette. Oh, I'm holding them uh, based off of a lot of things. A lot of reasons. Hold, holding Leonard Fournette. Do not give up on him. I, th- I think we've heard and we will hear of why. Uh, and I'm going to hold the guy. Yeah, I'm going to hold him too. Uh, hold and fold him, Jonathan Taylor. Hold them. Hold JT. So I caught flack for saying I would fold CEH last week. And... Again, I think that was RB nineteen. That was probably a little bit harsh. Again, you already know why I feel the way I feel about Ceh, uh, and it was probably a little harsh saying I'd straight up cut him. But uh, the same way I feel about Ceh, I feel about JT. I do not want him on my team. If your trade deadline is open, I want JT off my team. Fair, but you're not just gonna outright you can't, cut you, him. Exactly. That's what I mean. Is you yeah. can't. Yeah. You're not going to outright cut him. So I'm going to hold JT, but Jesus Christ, if you can get him off your team, I would. Thank yeah. you. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, I'm good. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, okay. So much better much better flow this time than when you said that you guys wanted to cut CEH because that got well, heated. I, I, well, it got heated because I had said multiple times after that, I was like, okay, maybe cutting him outright is a little different. Well, it wasn't and even just, kept, well, and it wasn't just, just so much that. you, too, because I was getting it from Corey on the left side of me. I, yeah, there, I was, there was two of you we, guys. We were both very... in the same situation. I would be interested to see how Corey reacts to Jonathan Taylor here in Holdfold. Um, Hollywood. So he was a hold of mine last week. Me and Craig, I think. Yep. Yeah. And we talked I, about uh, it. We did say, let's give him another week. You know, let's, give, let's give him a little bit more time, right? And unfortunately, the Patriots defense shows up, uh, which is, you know, obviously a great secondary. You know, it's top 10, whatever. Uh, but they didn't have Stephon Gilmore. 
And so so Hollywood wasn't playing against a top five corner. He was playing against J.C. Jackson, who's – actually, I'm sorry. He's also a top five corner. Um, he was on the field 94% of the time, too. But, but he's just not getting the work. And and I don't know. Do we, do we say that the weather affected everything? I don't know. He's, I think there's a lot of, uh, uh, of talent out there that you can find um, – to on the waiver wire right now to, to, to pick up a guy who's slacked a lot. So I, I think I, I, if it comes down to it, I think, I think it might be time. I'm very, very close, but if I can pick a guy like up, like Michael Pittman instead of him off our absolutely waiver article, I will. So he, absolutely. if he's, if I don't have a, have a bench where I can hold him, cause he has an easy schedule coming up. Um, but again, you're but looking even for a home the run. easy schedule, hasn't done much you're, you're looking for a home run like if you're yeah. a five and five four and six six and four team and you're like just trying to get that playoff spot man i don't know if i feel comfortable with the deshaun jackson in there right now because that's exactly <laughs> what he is yeah he's a more fold than hole for me yeah yeah i'm folding him. I fold him last week i i think with a player like this you just sit there and say when do i feel comfortable starting him the answer ninety five percent of the exactly. time should be no. He's going to go off on your bench, and then he's going to have a dud when you start him the week after that. But we talked about who was it in the recap that you're like, oh, I'm fine if he goes off on my bench. I mean, that's kind of the way I feel about Hollywood at this. Keelan Cole and all the Jags receivers yeah, history, right? Yeah. Uh, Anthony Miller and Darnell Mooney. For anybody who's still holding out hope for Miller or saw some of Mooney's stat lines and kept him. Yeah, I'm I'm still just gonna fold them again. Like there's there's some stuff out there you can you can get. Um, you know, the promise has always been there with Anthony Miller and he was actually in our waiver article two weeks ago, but unfortunately uh, He's on the Bears. He's on the Bears <laughs> He's on the Bears. I mean, enough said, right? Same yeah. thing with Darnell Mooney, you know? Yeah. Um, they're, they're both talented. Right. Uh Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay. This is a great question. So I well Okay. No, I just think this they're, is a fantastic. It's just a fantastic both, thing to talk about. They're both holds for me, like strongholds. I'm the, I'm the same, but I mean, I I hate that they're on my team, but right. I can't. Oh yeah, I can't fold a starting running back from the Broncos. I mean, I think Gordon's easily the starter. It's not saying much. Um, I mean, he the so, scary thing is Royce Freeman's getting involved too. He right. had two carries though. It's just, yeah, but I mean, like it's, he's he's still there. Like he he's still yeah. on the field taking snaps away from Gordon, snaps away from Lindsay. Not much, but he's still like right, he's around. No, those two carries for sure. whatever yards. He's, like, he, he's, he's he shouldn't be there at all. He's the Devon, sure. Devontae sure. Booker of when he was on the on the Broncos, just Ooh. always there. Um, so uh, let me read, and this is this is why this is a good question. I, I bring it up, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold Melvin Gordon. Um, you know, get that off the bat. But this is what his stat lines have been. 11, 11 attempts, 46 yards. Six attempts, 18 yards. Eight attempts, 26 yards. Those are his last three weeks. Chargers, Atlanta, Vegas. Of those three, the Chargers were the, were, were the worst. And somehow that was his best fantasy day because I'm pretty sure there's some receiving numbers I can't see. Thank you, Yahoo. Um, but it just has been a disappointment. Uh, week 11, they have Miami which should be a decent matchup than New Orleans, which is a little bit tougher. And then they have Kansas City, Carolina, two good matchups, right? That brings you right into the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to hold on to Melvin Gordon. The question then becomes, are you going to hold Phillip Lindsay, who, if you really want to go back into stats and in the, the attempts versus yards, four for two yards, eight for 23, six for 83, which is, again, the Chargers, for whatever reason, that week, uh, which I thought that the Chargers had a much better run defense. So there's not a lot to like about Lindsey. Um, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fold Lindsey. Okay. So the reason I'm not folding Lindsey is because if Gordon gets hurt, you have an RB1 or RB2. And that's the same, like... I can't compare like him with Chase Evans because Chase Evans is a weekly starter. He's putting up points, but like we know what Gordon is, he's not producing and he can get hurt. And you want a starting running back on an NFL team. There's no one in the NFL that you would you know cut that's a starter. And and Lindsey could take over that role at any second. So 
we did this with Hollywood. Would you drop Philip Lindsay for Michael Pittman? So I may do that. I would. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and so that and that's so and, and again, right it's, it's 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 be smart about it. It's but, coming to those weeks where where if you are a top tier team, Lindsay, your worst player, and you don't need anyone else. Sure. So here's so here's what you do, right? All right, here's here's the actual question. You have Melvin Gordon on your team. You got lucky. There's other players. You have a seven and three record. Okay, you are fairly confident you're making playoffs. Would you drop Philip Lindsay for Salvon Ahmed? No, no, right? Because he oh no is only going to be good for one more week. If I'm a Gordon owner, I I need to have like if Gordon's my flex RB, I need to have Philip Lindsay on my team. Right. Need okay. to. All right, and I agree with that. Devlin Singletary, Zach Moss. This is one of them has to be a starting running back, right? Is this grosser than Denver? It might be grosser. Yeah, than Denver. Oh, no, it's absolutely grosser. Grosser. because they don't use I mean, their running backs <laughs> as much. They, 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 they so, use Josh so, Allen. So <laughs> yeah, Josh use, Allen right. is. I mean, we say to the teams like like Baltimore, use two RBs. Buffalo goes, okay, we'll use two RBs, but we'll also use our quarterback, <laughs> like. Last week, Moss, uh, what, 7 for 20? No, we, good. If Moss doesn't score, right, he's nothing. Right. Exactly. And he, we saw it, you know, the last few weeks, like, you know, Moss is taking over. He's taking over, like, but him and, I mean, him and Singletary at this point, if you start them, like, the those are guys that, like, probably lost your matchup because you're like, you were like, why the hell did I start Moss? Like, I was so confident in them, but he didn't do shit. All right, so so talking about talking about matchups, Chargers, Niners, Pittsburgh, Denver, New England's your saving grace, but that's Week 16. That is a terrible schedule. Yeah, <laughs> like well, I don't know if I yeah, want either so one of these guys. Them going on a buy now, it, it's tough. Where like, like I'm more cutting Singletary before I cut Moss. Right. I'm not sure we we guys are with that. I, I I have more faith than uh, in Moss than Singletary for sure. I want to cut them both, but yeah, well, I'm, I'm, like, I, want, I want to cut them both. But I agree, I'm, I Moss over Singletary. You have to go back to Week Four yeah. when Moss wasn't playing, and it was a touchdown that Singletary had double digit points. Yeah, and and I would agree. Like that's the other thing, right? Like if you have both Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, and you want to cut one of them for Michael Pittman or a Salvin Ahmed or whatever, you're cutting Singletary before you cut Moss. Right. Cause Moss still provides some RB three, because like you said, he scores a touchdown and he's good. Yeah. Right? He scores t- touchdown. And he's got 10 that, to 12 points. That's the definition of, of uh, touchdown dependent RB three. And we play in leagues that have two flexes. So, I mean, some people's flex, you have to, Right. Right. Um, okay. Ravens running backs. I think I can single this down to just Ingram and Dobbins. Right, yeah. Well, no, I mean, a lot of people, I'm sure, have Gus Edwards. My, this goes back to the Hollywood thing, though, for me, is that you sit there. If you're a Ravens running back holder, ask yourself, what do they do for my team? When, when am I going to feel comfortable starting them? I'm cutting all three. Really, I, I I can't keep any of them. Okay, I, I I will never start any of them with any confidence, and it's too late in the season now where I want to wait and see. Okay, yeah. So Ingram just had four, and then Edwards just had eight. Edwards is thirty five percent owned, so he is a guy that we do need to talk about. Dobbins is always the guy that's got you know the most upside. If you only had the ball, if you you know he has the most yards per carry, um, he had two. Um, so two weeks ago was the first time Dobbins had. Uh, double-digit fantasy points other than the week one where he had two touchdowns and 22 yards. So um, there's nothing to hang your hat on for any single one of these guys. Uh, They have Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Dallas, which is good. Cleveland, not so good. Jacksonville's good. Giants uh, for championship week. So there's some good ones, some bad ones. But, But you're right. I don't trust them. If I'm going to fold uh, 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 Zach Moss and Singletary, then I have to fold these guys too. I mean, they're getting less points than those two guys. So I have to. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to hold Ingram and Dobbins um, because Both. I think 
Ingram just came back. I mean, not on the same roster, but Ingram just came back from an injury, so I'm willing to give Ingram a one-week pass to see how that goes. I want to hold Dobbins because if Ingram gets injured again, then I have Dobbins. I'm willing to cut Gus Edwards. I'm giving them a very, very short leash. Um, and again, if there's a, a waiver guy out there, like I don't, I don't know, and I, I know that I hate Kalen Balaj, but I don't know that I'm necessarily dropping Mark Ingram or J.K. Dobbins for Kalen Balaj. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I feel any more comfortable starting Kalen Balaj over over either of them. I mean, if I'm an Eckler owner, I would. <laughs> But that's well. If you're an Eckler yeah. owner, that's a oh, little yeah. bit of a different story. I think I, I I understand what you're saying because I I I own Ingram in one league. I don't know when I'd ever start so, him. I've looked at him multiple times. And then, I don't even know why he's on my roster. But I think that there's a world where you can hold Mark Ingram and see and potentially see value down the road. All, all I'm going to say is I am shocked that Greg Roman cannot figure this out. That, it, this is the worst it's so running annoying. back. It's so annoying. Yeah. Because they're all... They wanted to keep Gus Edwards. They re-signed him. But hey, let's let's draft J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Well, I mean... Justice, they, Justice Hill caught a pass last you, week. You, you could have... like, like Yeah, right. He did. So, he did. That's four running backs right. dressed with Lamar Miller leading the... Lamar, Lamar Jackson leading the backfield. Yeah, if you wanted to draft a running back, you could have. You didn't have to go in the second round for him. Yeah. Well, no, um, they but... they uh, Harbaugh came out and said that they Dobbins was not on their radar. Uh, they didn't plan on it. It was just more or less he Dobbins fell. fell into their lap, and they're like, we can't turn down a talent like this. Yeah. Which um, I don't disagree with him. I thought it was a fantastic. Oh, it, 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 is, it is right for it the football team. Yeah. <laughs> um, 2020, not so much. Okay. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, yeah, you cut him at this point. You, you don't. Do you, don't you? Have, you don't have Breeze to rely on. You don't. You know, there's a, there's a lot of factors. I mean, I, I had thought it, Sanders was turning around at one point, but he did get hurt, and and you know, Michael Thomas is now. Uh, I say Michael he Thomas went on the, is back. He went, but he's he not went on, doing he went on the COVID list. Yeah, well, he didn't get hurt. Well, he was away for the team from a, for a little okay. bit, so he hasn't been fully been with the team all season. I'm gonna throw you this scenario because there is a world where Jameis Winston supports both Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders if Breeze misses extended period of time. I don't know I'm willing to fold Emmanuel Sanders until I see how that split works out with Jameis Winston under quarterback. Same. And next, That's my argument. Next three weeks, Atlanta, the worst. Denver, okay. Atlanta again. Atlanta, okay, all right. Atlanta twice the next three weeks. <laughs> you, say, yeah, you said Atlanta. I'm enough. That's enough. With a guy like Winston, who we saw support Two top ten receivers last year. Yep, I know the talent isn't as good as as a Chris Godwin or Mike Evans, but but the talent's there. Like, but like, let's point this out: never pass to his tight end, OJ Howard or Cameron Brait. Never pass to the running back. Always pass the two. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the Bruce Arian system, though. Sure, but it is what Jameis I, knows. I'm holding him. Yeah, I'm gonna hold him too. Not sure if I'm gonna start him this week. Like I. It's kind of a wait and see. He goes out and does great, or gives gives me ten to twelve points. Sure, I'll, I'll start in the next two weeks. It's like one of those curiosity holds. You Ooh, don't yeah. you don't want to drop him because because then you drop him and he does okay or d- does good, and then you feel a complete shit. Then you're like, shit, <laughs> I gotta put thirty down on Fab because I just don't want to look bad. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. exactly it. Oh, I did that with Andrew Luck last year. Um, Robert Tunyon fold. Let me get this right. If your name is not Travis Kelsey, um, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, and Darren Waller, for this season, any tight end can be dropped at any point. Yep. Drop. Yeah, I'm dropping him. <laughs> I think I think his upside's through the roof, and I think he's a fantastically gifted tight end. I think he just happens to be on a team where Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers want to be a one and two man show. Well, that and I mean, we saw FVS coming 
up and then Lazard's back soon. And the Packers haven't produced a tight end since Shemekka Finley. And even that season, it wasn't good for him. Mm-hmm. They killed him. I mean, Ryan, like, Ryan, really? They they killed. Fin- Michael Finley broke his neck and was out of football for two years. Yeah. Is he dead though? No, he's not. Dead. <laughs> oh, was, I'm sorry. I don't. It's like Craig just killed him. off yeah. Drew Brees Craig, and Michael Finley in Craig two is podcasts. A very uh, morbid today. <laughs> he almost died. I would love you to see my draft in one of my leagues and just realize how many of them have missed multiple weeks. And then You're compare right that to your to your compare that to oh get out of here I've had my I've had my fair share it's 2020 we we've all had our fair share of injuries okay Jesus Christ all right you're just you're just upset you just that you, you can't win in a dynasty league you keep going for the first pick every year all right I'm at the top of the list hey I might get the first pick again this year I, I know you go for it every year uh, Ryan Tannehill and Carson Wentz we'll let's start with Ryan Tannehill yeah um, I am a Fold on Tanny. Uh, let me just see real quick. I'm leaning towards a fold on Tanny. I'm, I'm going to hold on to Tannehill. I do have him in a league. Uh, there's a lot of quarterbacks that just got hurt. Um, so there's a lot of backups that are coming out. Uh, he, he does not look like he has a good schedule. Baltimore, Indianapolis, Cleveland. Um, Cleveland Jacksonville's pretty good, though. Yeah, Cleveland's okay. Jacksonville's okay. Detroit's okay. Green Bay's going to be okay. Like, there is a stretch for Tannehill to, um, you know, produce pretty well for you. But coming up against Baltimore and Indianapolis will be difficult. Uh, he just played Indianapolis and got 10 fantasy points. Played Chicago, got 14. So this is a rough stretch for, for Tannehill right now. But there was a time he had 30, 29, 17, 18 following that. So there was a, a, a healthy stretch for Tannehill. And he's a key is Corey Davis back now too. Is Corey Davis? He's he's got twenty passing touchdowns, three interceptions on the year. I mean, he's not gonna lose you. He's not gonna get below what he got All this right. past week. I guess the better question is, who would you rather have going forward, Tannehill or Carson Wentz? Tannehill. I, I say Wentz. I'm just not. I think. In I think Wentz's upside is far far higher. I think their their floors their floors are the same. I think Carson Wentz's fantasy upside is higher than Ryan Tannehill's. I think I smell a shotgun bet. Are we doing this again? Yeah, but I don't want Whose to... side are you taking? I'm doing Wentz. I'm not okay. And I will tell... Uh, I'll bet for Corey. Corey is doing Tannehill. That's yeah. probably... Yeah, that's now, are we doing this? So, me and Tom, from week 11 on, Wentz over Tannehill. Yep. There we go. <clears throat> All right, toss it on the uh, yeah. shotgun I, docket. I I do think there's a. I think they're very. The com- I think they're very comparable quarterbacks. Let's get to the it's at the bottom of the docket. Let's um. All right, cool. Let's let's get back to the question though, because hold fold Ryan Tannehill or Carson Wentz in a one quarterback league. Carson Wentz is QB fifteen. Uh, actually, I suppose it doesn't matter how many quarterbacks you have. Carson Wentz is is quarterback fifteen, and Ryan Tannehill is quarterback eleven. Yeah. I think you have to hold both of them. You 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 make a fair point. <laughs> I mean, there's not. I mean, you'll go below Wentz. There's Joe Burrow, which well, is which is a, yeah. a, a guy that's mostly been on many teams. Um, and there's a guy like Drew Brees who just got hurt. So it's like Drew Brees and then Stafford's hurt. Goff, you don't want. Don't ever take off. Um, Cam Newton's always hit and miss. Kirk Cousins not going to do much. I mean, Derek Carr. No, that's a, that's I would a rather have either of them of that. He, here's the one guy, and and it, then we'll wrap up this segment. Would you drop either of them for Jameis Winston, given that he's playing Atlanta twice before the end of the season? Don't make me make that decision. I mean, a lot of it comes down to Drew Brees' health, but let's just say that Drew Brees is out I mean, for the rest of the season. Would you drop Wentz one of them also for has James a good Winston? good matchups, and so does Tannehill going yeah. forward, like the, the the next two weeks. So, but Atlanta is so nice. It's, it's so just, nice be, for Winston. If Taysom Hill wasn't there, I'd be all over it. Yeah, see, I would not do it just because I don't know that I'm willing to say that Jameis Winston turns into the 30 for 30 quarterback. You know, the fantasy goal mine that Jameis Winston Last was year. a couple of years ago. It's going to take time for him to gel take, into yeah, the system. Yeah, I'm going to take the safe, it, it, hopefully a 20 to 25 play. Two, like, it's Winston in a COVID year where he did not get to practice with his players. Sanders 
and Thomas have never practiced with Winston. Thomas has been hurt all year. He hasn't ever thrown to Winston other than that back half of the game this past week. So there's not much rapport there at all. I'll tell you what, you dropped Devin Singletary for him, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you can keep these guys. You can have two quarterbacks if you <laughs> want. Down. I mean, it's that time of the year. It's, you have to be desperate. If you have a Ryan Tannehill and a Carson Wentz, it might not be a bad idea to figure out a way to keep one of them and get James Winston on your team. Um, all right. Okay. Do we have anything else to say about that? I think that's it. Scotty's looking intently at his computer right now. Okay. He's coming up the the, the rear. rear. The, the rear. The rear. The rear of the comp. I just wish we got the... <laughs> the video. The video of the... Of what? The motion <laughs> signal. I know, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay, so we all pick something that we we dislike, and uh, I I I could just pick all of 2020. Uh, I could pick one specific thing. I could pick a player. I'm gonna pick a function that went in. To the, you know, gave the uh, roster management option in 2020 for the NFL teams. I'm going to pick the three-week IR because I feel like teams are just putting players on the three-week IR because they're like, ah, well, fuck it, you know? They put David Johnson on the three-week IR for a concussion. Four weeks to get over a concussion? You shitting me? That's not the Texans just going, well, shit, we'll get an extra roster spot if we do it. Led Bell went on a three-week IR at the beginning of the season with a hamstring that he said he didn't have. And Adam Gase never really said he had. But I gave him a roster spot. I hate this. I hate that the NFL allowed teams to put players on the three-week IR. Me as a fantasy player, and I have to sit there and say, am I going to hold this player no, they're not going to. I would rather the weekly question mark of David Johnson trying to clear concussion protocol than to just be like, oh, he's out. Like, at least give me some suspense. Be like, oh, shit, no, he's out again. Well, I'll There's get, a I'll, chance. I'll get him back next week. I just look at it and I go, oh, there's a fucking hole for three weeks. So, Roger Goodell, you fucked up again. This is bullshit. Don't like it. I hope it's not here next year. You are right. It does incentivize them to put them on IR. It's stupid. Same thing happened with Freeman, too. Um, Free Ertz, name them all. They, name them all. I mean, they, they talked about Kittle uh, being back in in four weeks, and they're like, I don't know, just 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 put him on the act. Well, see, this is the exact question right now with what's going on with Drew Brees. Is is it going to be two weeks? Is it going to be three weeks? We're seeking a second opinion because we want to know if we can get that extra roster spot. And they're just they're just going to go put him on the act. I I hate it. It's so stupid. And it right. leaves us fantasy players screwed because these guys need to, you know, promote Alex Collins and Devontae Foreman and Caitlin. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I, that, that, I feel your, your, your struggle on that. Um, so mine has been the overall discussion all night long, which is the Tampa Bay backfield. It's Leonard Fournette versus Ronald Jones. I have a, 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 a sight test. When I look at the field, and I know Leonard Fournette's better than Ronald Jones, yet, yet here we are again. Ronald Jones is 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 taking over snaps from Fournette. Um, you know that 98-yard touchdown after losing that fumble in the first half it made Ronald Jones um, stay on the team. Like, and when I mean stay on the team, I mean like stay relevant. 50-50 backfield split, running back by committee, and, and that's the problem, right? You have four freaking rushing attempts the week prior. And then you have 25, 6, whatever. Um, I actually think Fortnite had 8. So if you piece those together, you have it 31. You now have a a, a bunch of fantasy players that have no freaking idea what's going to happen. And and this is the exact same thing that we saw last year with Bruce Arians, Ronald Jones. And now I can't even think of the guy's name. He was on Washington for a little bit uh, this year, which is... um, the running back for Tampa Bay last year, that the the one that was splitting time with Ronald Jones, we never knew who was going to be the starter. Oh, uh, right? Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Here we, yeah. So so Dare Ugumbawala. Yeah, Dare Ugumbawala. Yeah. So Peyton Barber. If we have another one of those situations, we're going to be really 
uh, really in a, in struggle. Um, so uh, I'm pissed off about Ronald Jones doing well because I just want it to be Fournette. I don't want it to be Ronald Jones because I just traded for Fournette. So all my chips are on basket right now. I, I sold off a future piece uh, in a league for Fournette. So this is where I want it to be. All right, it's fair. Um, so Corey has Allen Robinson as his – quit pulling on my G-strings. Uh, he says it's mainly Nick Foles, but he's, he needs a little more than 7.3 yards um, and half, 7.3 half PPR points out of A-Rob from last night. Thoughts? I mean, guys? Yeah, I mean... Guys? Guys? Uh, guys? Y- y- hey, guys. Uh, this is a hard one for me because of the Nick Foles struggles. Um I, I just I feel like it's really hard to come down on Allen Robinson, but I understand what he's what he's saying. I mean, you're looking at Allen Robinson as being a target hog for that team. I just it, it's hard for me to look at Allen Robinson and be upset that he got seven point three percent, seven point three half point PPR points when the Bears absolutely shit their pants. Nick Foles couldn't do a friggin' thing. Matt Nagy's a fucking moron. Well, so that like I like I think you should be happy with seven points with that with how that game looked. I, so I'm not going to diminish like what Corey's saying because I think ideally you want Allen Robinson to be a game-changing wide receiver. He was not that in this game. Yeah, so I think you actually kind of hit on what Corey's point was. Is he's not mad at Allen Robinson. He's frustrated in Allen Robinson's position and everything around him. Um, that, and, that, and that is frustrating and because Allen Robinson's yeah. extremely talented. So Corey does say, I do blame Nick Foles. Like, so it's mainly Nick Foles and, again – Allen Robinson has never had a good quarterback in his entire career, but he's still a top-tier receiver. It just shows you how good of a receiver he is. If he is with the Packers, holy shit. Yeah, listen, everyone knows this. The The line is long for fantasy managers that hate the Chicago Bears. Yeah. They suck. Grab a ticket, boys. Um, Mine is Carson Wentz slash the Eagles. Every week I pick him, and I think the same weeks I pick him, Craig picks him. <laughs> We're so confident in Car in Carson Wentz because on paper they face a horrible defense. This week, Rager back, Alshon back, Goddard back. Still got Fogum who is killing it. Greg Ward's still there. Boom. Miles Sanders is back. Lane Johnson's back. He played the Giants three weeks ago. Got 28 fantasy points. Face the Giants this week. Didn't look like he had any receivers on the field. 8 to 10 fantasy points, depending on the format. I, I can't stand when Wentz looks good against bad defenses, and then when Wentz looks like a benchable quarterback but against good uh, bad defenses. I'm sorry. Flip, 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 yeah, flip, 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 flip. Right. He looks um, good against good defenses and bad Regardless, bad I I just can't stand loving Wentz so much week in and week out. And he, he's he, he, he's a tease. He's a trap. He, he's he's a huge tease. He's a tease. He's a trap. This year. This year. I hope he gets better. Oh, I think we all do. This I, is Tom's I, future... I think we're all a fan. If there was one quarterback that Tom wants to quarterback for the Patriots, that's not Tom Brady. It's Carson Wentz. It's Andrew Luck. <laughs> well, I mean, let's, but he let's be realistic. If I could have Carson Wentz on the Patriots, this with is Lev Bell in the backfield and CD in the slot, I'd have a heart attack. Well, now you're getting crazy. But I, I am so is with you, Scott. Is this, mad? this was the this was the week. Ooh. That Carson Wentz was going to turn everything around. This wasn't only just a good start for Carson Wentz. This was this was the time the season was going to turn around. They were in a division where they are still in first, I believe. So gross. <laughs> with three wins, three, wins. Th- yeah. three six and one, or three five and one, whatever it is, and and they could have taken a you know a grasp on that and taken a game over everyone, and they let the Giants back in it, who are now. Three win team themselves. So, can I? I just want to jump in on this real quick. So, um, Eagles played Dallas, went on a bye, played um, the Giants. These divisional games are typically trap games. And I don't want to say typically, but they have a high probability to be trap games when we sit there and say, 
Now, I'm not saying bench Carson Wentz every single time you see him play the Giants, because I would bet more often than not he has a good game. <laughs> That's a game, yeah. But, like, this is that two out of ten, one out of ten times where the Giants have the Eagles number. You know, it like, it, it's a divisional math matchup. They play each other. I mean, we saw it with, with uh, who would Seattle just play? They shut Russ down. Yeah, that was you wouldn't uh, have bet that on that. Designers, and I'm not, I'm not. Uh, it was uh, the Rams. The Rams. I, I wouldn't. I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying, like these divisional matchups have a high probability. It for happens, a bus, right, right? For that right. to yeah. happen. Right. Wholeheartedly agree, though. It breaks my heart. I love Carson Wentz. Me too. Ginger-headed little guy. Hit it again. Quit playing games. Quit playing games with. It's because you asked. Yeah, yeah. Hit it on a high note. Could be your dynasty quarterback. Can't afford him. You didn't want to pay him 14 bucks? No. All right. Okay, well, that is pod 115. And if you tweet us, text us, Facebook us, Carson Wentz, you win a free glass. Free top shelf fancy glass. Don't text me because that means you're a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, honestly. <laughs> Twitter or Facebook. Or Instagram. Or a sext. Or, or Instagram. Instagram, yeah. A sext? Eh, Is there an app for Can that? you message on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts? Uh, uh, I don't know. No. Write, us, write us a review and you get to them. Ooh, if somebody, <laughs> if somebody writes a write review. Write a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, yes, too. Oh, we are like, <laughs> we sound so desperate. <laughs> For people that if you're listening at this point, you're a true fan. Yeah. You give yourself. I will give you something. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose. <laughs>